There we go. Hey guys, welcome back to Book Talk Made Me, the podcast where we're talking about all your favorite books from Book Talk, Bookstagram, you know, wherever you get a good book, we're going to talk about it. I'm Caitlin, joined by my hosts, Bridget and Hilda. Hi. Hi. Okay, I'm going to say that separately from us. Hi. Hi. <laughs> there we go. And we are so excited to be talking about a book that, man, have we waited for. And I would say the fandom was chomping at the bit. The second we read that one, that last sentence in the last book, I think everyone has been eagerly counting down to this very book release. And that's right, baby. We're talking Crescent City 3, House of Flame and Shadow. Party horn. I'm raising the roof with my shoulders. You can't really see it, but there's, there's a dance. Because this was released on Tuesday. Today is Thursday. And I know this means nothing to you if you're coming to this like a month later, but all this to say, this book only came out two days ago, two days ago. And we have thoughts and feelings on the first portion that we have read. So I'm going to go ahead and say major, massive, massive, get it? Massive. <laughs> <laughs> major, massive spoiler warnings. If you have not read Flame and Shadow, you do not want to be spoiled. Do not tread any further. Come back and see us after you've read it and you can talk after you get halfway through. How about that? Because we're only talking halfway through. So after you've gotten halfway through come back and see us because we're yeah. giving our live reactions to the first 45% of the book. Yes. Yeah. Is sorry. Assessment. Anything? Um, 25%. Spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. Tread no further. This is just our initial thoughts and reactions as we get through the first half of the book. So is it in order? Mostly we're trying our best because remember, we've only read this once in the last 48 hours. And don't worry, we will do a full deep dive recap, traditional Book Talk Made Me episode once we have finished this book. But we really wanted to come at you for some early thoughts and feels as you may be on this reading journey with us. Because we didn't say, I mean, literally our notes. When we have notes, we have notes. But our notes to today are like three sentences because we really didn't want to spoil each other in our reactions. Or be like, oh, I had the same thought. We have had zero conversations other than checking in on each other's percentages. So these are truly, truly live reactions. Right. This is our book club portion of the event. And we will be taking our hot takes. Or hot takes only. Hot takes. hot takes. So spoilers are out of the way. Spoiler warning. We set it up. You know what to expect in this one. I'm just going to go ahead and dive into it. How do we feel about that? Let's do it. Let's, let's just get let's 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 talk about the burning thought that we're all having, uh, which is number one on your list, number two on my list, and number one on both of your lists. Is this the one mm -hmm. we're talking about? Yes, that one. All right. So we know this is a Crescent City book. We know what well, we didn't know. We didn't know what we were in store for. We knew she ended up in Prithian. We didn't know anything more outside of that. And I think Bryce in the Crescent City world is charmingly annoying in the Prithian world she She's is just annoying. annoying as fuck annoying as fuck i why can't our friends fucking get along it's just like i knew her personality the way she is like she needs to be that way with the type of people in crescent city like she has to have that a bit of arrogance she has to be playing them one step ahead. But somehow, when she was in Prithian, 
she just seemed like a foolish little girl who was trying to act bigger than her age. And I was just like, you are making everyone else look so bad right now. I was like, oh, go ahead, Hilda. I was just annoyed. Again, why can't our friends get along? And And it's funny you say that. Go ahead. Because what she did is obviously going to have some crazy ripple effects in, you know, Akatar 5, whenever Sarah's ready to get that out. And it would have been nice, even if like once she left, if they could have looked back on her fondly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do literally, wish that too. I think she's leaving them with straight up terror. She left them high and dry and said, deuces, figure it out yourself. Like, yeah. So she that came to off. me, yep. yeah, she came. She was complaining about, you know, Celine being an asshole, but. She was kind of being an asshole too. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's still time to possibly rectify that, but I just I wasn't I wasn't happy with her behavior. Especially since like two seconds before she was literally trying to cuss out a hologram of her ancestors behaving poorly towards people around her. And then she turned around and did the same thing. And I'm like, that says something, because you know, it was Nesta. Nesta. And she was up against Nesta. And that's the one that we're always like, oh, it's Nesta. No, now we're like, oh, it's Bryce. Well, it's not just that, but like clearly based on the reactions that Nesta and Asriel were having while she was watching, you know, Celine's hologram. And Nesta had already told her I was made. Like I used to be human. You don't think you would have gotten some compassion from these people? I liken like it-, it to when you have two sets of friend groups. Yeah. You're good friends with this one. You're good friend with this one. Let me get my two friend groups together. What could go wrong? This I is, wish. This is what happened because Bryce looked like an immature baby the entire time. Every action was selfish. Every sentence out of her mouth was foolishly immature. And Nest, Nesta is there with her as the voice of reason and the warrior of fucking reason. Like she was such a badass in all those chapters. I wish she would have had like gone back to meet with Reese and discuss everything that mm-hmm. was going on between their families. I needed that bit of reconnection between them because I, I wanted yes. to see them work as a team. Yes. And even if, you know, she had to take extra steps and, you know, they had she had to prove that she was not a bad person and she was not, you know, trying to bring harm to their people. That, that's what I wanted. I wanted to see them bridge a connection between the two worlds and become I wanted the Avengers cousins. Right. getting together. Gangs yeah. getting together. We're putting our superpowers together. And in the end, she ends up piecing out, I think, not foolishly. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, where she like slinks away. Sneakily. Yes, sneakily. But like not with her tail between her legs, but she just kind of like dips out in a very unsavory manner, leaving she them high and dry. There. High and dry, the prison. I, I, I'm assuming all the gates are probably open now. Who knows if the monsters are coming because out, she crawling didn't take out of the prison? A single second to think through any of her any of her actions or consequences. Yeah, like she was mad at them for killing Vespers or whatever. But the Asteria, you just told them we're about to come ruin their planet, and she's like, "Hold on, guys. I bet I can open this." Coffin, no problem. Opened it and then was like, oh shit, this things aren't working as way well I expected. Yep. And like, you think I need to okay talk to them. This? I feel like she tried to master a level of Aelin, but failed miserably. Yeah. Because you know how Aelin has that same sort of attitude and swagger 
but it worked out so much better than the way it did with Bryce in that scene. And I was like, oh my God, I I don't like you right now. I really don't like you. I was, I really was just excited like through her chapters because I was like, I don't want to talk to you right now. Like, bye-bye. I was yeah. so excited about this. And then the other thing, so speaking of like those scenes, Asriel noting that Celine looks like Reese's sister. sister. Like Reese's sister. So clearly he's a descendant, you know, of the starborn Fae, of Theod, mm-hmm. Peleus, or whatever. Also, I think somehow As might be related to them because he has the shadows that they had. Yeah, I just, you know, I, again, Akatar is one series, Crescent City is another. I'm, glad that we had the crossover but i was hoping it would be a more a more friendly interaction yeah we're we're only halfway through the book i I, let's see what happens no if she were to set foot if she were to set foot in prithian again she would be killed on the spot like no questions asked absolutely and i just i am i'm very surprised at my i was very surprised at my reaction to this because i was like man am i did i have too many lofty thoughts of what this could be but you guys are all coming with the same reactions of Bryce is annoying as fuck and I did not like these two groups meeting at all I also wasn't joyous about it over her little side quest I didn't like the way that we received all the information she needed to know through a hologram or like a visual from her ancestors it was literally an info dump and I don't know if it was a better way to do like a dual timeline where we get introduced to Celine and live throughout her chapters in a separate book, a novella or something. I don't know. Because I'm sure if I read it that way, I would have hated it too. I don't know. I'm going to complain. It was a very large info dump. And I'm trying to go back right now to just double check. So keep me honest while I do this. But at the same time, the POVs were shifting. So you've got info dump, Therion, the mermaid, info dump, Yep. Carry on side quest with Ethan. Info dump. And your, your brain is like shifting back because it's like, this is important stuff I need to like really sit with and process. And then we're like, oh, Therion's all juiced up on Viper Queen. Honestly, I think if she did it all in one chunk, like we would not have been enjoying the book at all. We'd been like, what the hell Probably is this? Probably not. I do appreciate that her POVs are much shorter this time and they change quickly because it keeps you engaged in the book. Mm-hmm. And I think it, that's what helped me read it faster was because I was just like going from POV, POV, POV versus like it being drawn out one long whole chapter with one POV in one storyline. I have skipped a couple POVs though. What? Like strips skipped? Yeah. Why? Why? Who? Uh, Because I don't give a shit about Ethan right now. (sighs) He was annoying in this book. He is annoying in this book. But I still love him. I'm not skipping anything. Like Therion's the I, one to skip. If I, if I were to skip, I would skip. Not his, even I'm not skipping I think Therion and like um, Ethan are they're setting up their storyline for the next book. Like I I'm think more, it's going to be the two of them. I'm more interested right now in Therion than I am in Ethan. Ethan and his stupid wolf loyalty feelings. I don't have time for you, bro. Get your shit together. There's a war. He's nobody just cares like about sad nobody little cares puppy. about your stupid feelings right now. That's all I'm going to say on that. <sighs> I do want to go, and I know we're not supposed to be jumping around. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I want to go back. Did we all catch the comment about the Asteri being world walkers and Vesperus black black blood? I did Did we all catch that? that? Yeah. But I didn't know why it was important. Remind me. Because the Valg. 
were world walkers. I'm pretty sure Maeve okay. was called a world walker at some and point. And she had throwing, black throwing blood. I didn't yeah. realize she was also a world walker, but that makes sense now. I mean, I think I realized. I think my brain just forgot. It's been a while since I've read those books. Because yeah. it just, you know, from our conversation with Sarah, she was like, I don't think the Valg and the Asteria are the same. And I said I they think are. they are. I think they and are. And so I – after this, I do think that they are the same. The other thing too was I didn't I we thought the Asteri were potentially just the Asteri that are in Midgard right now. But clearly mm-hmm. from what happened with Vesperus or whatever, they're a bigger problem. Which what would make sense. About? Didn't we determine that they were the bigger problem for the entire universe like last book? I don't know if we did. I if we did, I didn't catch that. I thought <laughs> they were I didn't I thought that the Asteri were just like the eight assholes that are in Midgard. And they're the ones that have been going around conquering and Oh, so you thought those were the only ones? Yeah. I didn't realize that it was like a whole race, race of Yeah, okay. because I think I think that was one of the theories we talked about. Like are the Valg and the Daglin and these theory the same thing? Just said that was a theory I think we covered. Unhinged yeah, theory, no. to be fair. Unhinged theory, based on no facts because we had none. That they were all. You just the didn't same realize th- how large they were. Yes, I didn't numbers. realize how large they were because, again, they were like, "Oh, the other eighth Asteri is dead, serious." And I'm like, "Okay." So at first, when they found Vesperus, was- I thought it was going to be serious, and then I was like, "Wait, there's another one." I see what you're saying. Talking- so it's not just the eight. Yes, yeah. and this is this this is the missing one. It is. Eight of what a thousand, maybe? Yeah, it's like a bigger. It's a it's a bigger problem than just Regulus and his minions right now. Right. Um. That was those were my thoughts on that. Yeah, I I was just going back. I really wanted more of Reese. I wanted him to like. I wanted Amran to like kind of like bitch slap some sense into her and be like, shut the fuck up, sit down. Sit down, baby girl. Like, she only does that with her girl Nesta because she only cares about Nesta. I know, but I loved Nesta just coming like the growth like, she had. Yeah, like, I was gonna say I like that mission. full circle growth that Nesta has had because I think when we met her, she was more of like the Bryce in this book where we were kind of like, "You're an idiot. We hate you. Like, grow up, become a better person." And then Nesta turned around and was Amran to Bryce. Mm-hmm. I I I did love it. I wanted there to be a possibility that Roos Roos that Reese and Rune would meet, and I just don't think Still that could happen be, anymore. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anybody from Midgard is going to be welcome in Prithian anymore. I don't know that they'll go back. Like I don't know because we didn't spend too much time there. I mean, really, when you think about it. If no, I had it. to throw out some really wild ass theories, I uh-huh. think the Autumn King is going to screw everyone over and somehow find a way to teleport back to um, Perithian. And I think Rune is going to be the one that has to confront him. And I think that's how he's going to end up meeting Reese. Mm, I do. I would like that. Hilda's like, you're so far fetched yeah. out there. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I would, I, the I would want them to meet. some shit. The Autumn King, I'm disappointed in him in this book. I really thought maybe he was like growing as a person or he really yeah, cared no. about the kids. Yeah, corner but when he was talking about like I regretted yeah. every day that I hit your mother. So he Bryce. is just a selfish asshole. Yeah. And there was a line where it was like he doesn't care about the Asteri. He's just an opportunist. And I was like, okay, well. Oh, yeah. I highlighted you that. Are, 
you're completely written off in my book. Right. Because it's like, well, if I can go there and get more power than I have here, why wouldn't I go there? And she's like, okay, so like you actually don't give a shit about anything. You're just trying to go where you can get more power. Yeah, fuck that guy. So I had one more point. I think the Selene of it all. So we always wondered who is Helena's sister? Who is Thea's other daughter? We now know Celine. it's Selene. And we now know she carried the bloodline through on the side of Prithian. And it, it, it was such an information dump that I'm like, and I agree with you, Bridget. I don't know that the hologram was the right thing that I was looking for in that. Can we talk about the fact that she basically confirmed that's dust court? Yeah. So she confirmed that's dust court. She goes on and she's wiping everyone's memory about her the sister mm-hmm. and her family and the phase that disappeared. And then she ended up- They were up- so ashamed of it. Yeah. It was like a double-edged agenda, I guess, a double-edged sword. Right. Like one, she was doing it for her benefit, but also, I guess, to protect her people. I don't know. And she ends up marrying a prince, actually not a prince, uh, the son of the Night Court, High Lord. The High Lord, yeah. And then he becomes High Lord. And I want to say, maybe she is the reason why majority of the high court spouses were not considered high ladies because it sounded like she was the first oh, one yeah. to not take that title i thought of that too oh, i, didn't think I remember that thinking all. that because she said how all the other high lords had high ladies and she did not want that power and responsibility after what happened with her mother so she decided to just be a wife a spouse a lady of mm-hmm. the lord yeah i caught that too i don't know how to feel about her yet i'm like i'm disappointed in this Thea storyline. I am too. Also, like, what's up with her and the Prince of Hell, like, being mates? And I just, like, Bryce was, like, really disappointed in the fact that, like, he was in love with her when she turned out to be such a horrid person. And I'm like... (sighs) Bryce has such a black and white view of the world. And it's either you're good or you're bad. She doesn't understand that gray exists. But that doesn't make sense to me because I don't, everyone I don't around her is yeah. straight gray. Yeah. Like Hunt has done horrible things. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that. I think she's just – she – honestly, like I don't know. I can't put my finger on her But it's like a double-edged sword. Like, she holds everyone to impossible standards, but she doesn't see that she herself, not all the time, holds herself to those same standards, I think, sometimes. I don't know if is she is calling her high-strung correct. Yeah. Yeah. She's impulsive. She's hot-headed, high-strung, and she doesn't think things through rationally, I feel like. She lets her emotions take the wheel. And then she's like, let's just see what happens. Like, I've been planning this all along. And sometimes she does. Sometimes she does a badass plan, and she does come across as the dumb party girl, but then sometimes she's also just a big dummy. Like, just in the way you talk to people. I'm talking so, about this woman like she's a real person, and I'm like, you dumbass. Okay. Okay. I think we've we've beat Bryce. I know. We've beat Bryce up. We've, we've beat the Bryce conversation. Can I just say mm-hmm. that I told you guys in my predictions that Az was going to be crucial to helping her on whatever quest she needed to do to you get You were right. You and were right. I was like, ha ha. I was not expecting Nessa to be there, but I'm glad she was. 
But the second they were like walking through the caves and I heard like rocks rumble and like Nesta looked over it. I'm like, it's Az. That's shadowy bastard. Like I thought you're not supposed to be, you're supposed to be like the spy master. I think like twice rocks rumbled by. I was like, Az, come on. You're better than this. You're not subtle, bro. I know. Horrible spy master. This is probably why they got caught at Highburn. (laughs) Pebbles are his nemesis. (laughs) Right. His wings are too big. You know. Oh, just well. keep brushing against everything. Oh, this is so burning to bear, told. I suppose. <laughs> okay. I love Ethan, but he was so annoying. I just was he that heavily like I'm an athlete. I'm going in with a captain mine in the past books, and I just missed it or I overlooked it because I thought it was endearing. I don't know, but this time around, it was just like, just shut up. You are a retired athlete. You haven't played since freshman year. Just stop. So I appreciate his. We're all a pack mentality. Yeah, he's a ride or die. Which I think is a very sweet and genuine thing. I'm I'm over this. You can't hurt the alpha. But Sabine is like just this this alpha conflict that he constantly has and this internal monologue that he's taking us on stacked up against all the other action that's happening in the book. Like, I do not care about your feelings, bro. Wolf the man up or man the wolf up. (laughs) <laughs> and just like deal with your bullshit. Do you think he's just, an alpha? Yeah. I think if she doesn't come back to life, she he's technically going to compete against Sabine. But I don't know. I don't I don't know. I think he could be. I feel like he has to go through that personal journey and we're gearing up to that, but I hate the fact that it always reverts back to him doing something foolish or something stupid, thinking he's trying to do something good. And then he has all this guilt and then he's trying to problem solve and he's going from trying to save one person to another person, another person. And he's not really fully saving anybody and not even saving himself at the same time. So I'm like, get it together, bro. Get it together. Yeah. I just, there are too many storylines. So I would say that this is the superfluous one that I could do without. You know who I, I did wanna... like that we finally figured out like Jessica's background through him. Yeah, but also that was also info dump. Like a, haha! I'm finally going to reveal all my secrets to you in one sitting because you actually asked me and nobody else did. Okay. I I know it was a bit anticlimactic for me. I don't know yeah. what I expected a big reveal to be. I just expected. I think maybe to your point, like. Oh, I all I had to do was like straight up ask you, and then you would tell me. <laughs> like I thought there'd be like a book of spells would overturn, and on the picture you'd see a Jessica. But how could that be? This is from another world. And he'd be like, "Is Again. that you?" And she'd be like, "Yeah, it's me. You caught me." And then like there'd be some dramatic reveal. Not like the other, the other oh. thing about okay, I like the fact that okay, so she was a priestess from the library, library of Parthos who was in charge because that's what they did. They took care of the books in the library. But then she pissed off Apollyon. I think Apollyon was she was her when she was leaving. He was right. part of the group of the raiding group. She was in the middle of transferring all the books on the ship and her ship got taken over by Apollyon and he kept questioning her. Why is or why are these books so important? And when she was just like, it's important because knowledge is important. And he thought she was lying and basically said like, there's no, there must be something hidden within the books. And then he cursed her because he didn't believe her. And he had just eaten, gobbled up, I don't know, the Asteri, the Serious. eighth one. Like a Pac-Man. A just went chomp, chomp, yeah. chomp, chomp. Just chomp, chomp away like a Pac-Man. And 
because he had so much, I guess, extra power. I don't really know how she explained it, but when she was cursed, he also imbued power into her while he cursed her. So speaking of people that I want to shake, I want to grab Therion, Therion by his little mer shoulders and give him like the shakiest shake and be like, can you get your shit together? Because this is the second most annoying storyline. He is so I like bad for him initially. It up even worse. But oh god, like, I can't. Like, I'm defecting. It's- I'm gonna sign my life over to the River Queen. Now I'm a glor- um, the Viper Queen. Now I'm a glorified street fighter. And now I'm getting high off the venom. And now I'm so worthless and useless and like, oh gosh, just just. I hate a pity party. I hate it. And he is going through the biggest pity party. He must be a Pisces. He Therian. must be a man. Because it makes sense he's a mermaid, he's a fish. Therians. So, okay. So Therians' past is he messed up and he made the River Queen's daughter fall in love with him. So he's had this long-ass engagement because he was thinking with his dick and his shit dumb. So... <laughs> I was beauty drinking wine, but I almost spit it out when you said that. <laughs> so, so he creates this kerfuffle for himself. He decides that's word, not kerfuffle. That's the, the, the best representation of what he's in. He decides that he doesn't want to be engaged to this girl anymore. Mind you, he's cheated on her the entire time, and so because he's too he's too scared of breaking the engagement because he knows the River Queen's going to be mad at him. And because he won't give her um, – what's the name of this little kid from um, book Sophie's two? Sophie's brother? Yes. He defects. But he goes to the the Viper Queen? Like your, your BFFs, you're in with some phase. It just – it doesn't make – it doesn't – and maybe it's that we don't understand how powerful these city leaders are, quote unquote. But I just – for someone who was supposedly like the captain of intelligence – you're not very intelligent, dumb. dude. No, he's like very wimpy. I feel like he can't. He just he can face a physical fight, but he can't take any emotional turmoil whatsoever without running the other way. Yeah, I feel weird. like I know each of the guys are going through their own thing, but we've been getting a lot of the same narrative of like guilt. This is all my fault. If only I had done this better. And they're carrying the burden. And hey, I love it. Whatever, do you, boo? If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But shut, shut up about it. I'm, I'm done. Like, we hear it from Hunt. We've hear, heard it from Rune. We've heard it from Therian. We've heard it from Ethan. Same song. Different tune. Yeah. No, we haven't heard it from Faxian, who I am very thrilled that at this moment is still alive. I thought he wasn't making it out of those dungeons. He's he's the one character I'm not annoyed with. Yeah, I know. To be honest. Speaking of dungeons, let's talk about what happened down there. So the three of them are being tortured left and right. And it it was gruesome because you get Rune being like, my last memory is my intestines spilling out into the floor. And you're like, hmm. Mm -hmm." So she could have been more gratuitous with this and given us a whole lot more. I'm just saying. Like, I feel like like she kind of spared us. Yeah. But the part that she decided to include were Baxian has to chew off Rune's hand. Look, I really so respected that. Swing, so he can swing towards the weapons and they could get like the iron poker or whatever, but then fucking Rigolas oh, and Pollux. Right after and, they pulled this off. Yeah, I was just like, 
oh, I my stomach was turning during the scene. You know, that one I, for some reason didn't affect me as the one where he's like, my intestines were spilling out. It's like, well, the, I, I don't need to know when my outsides, are, my insides are coming outside. Like my hands yeah, are on the no. outside. Like I can see that but, that yeah. I've made my peace with. Like chew it off. It's going to hurt no, like it's weird. Bitch, but but is your that friend like, chewed it off. Romance. Like, I mean, Bridget would chew my hand off. I guarantee you would. If I, would I was do like, anything we have for to you. do this. Yeah. I think dark romance be like, Sorry, guys, we're going to rot here. <laughs> have to put trigger warnings in their books. And I feel like sometimes fantasy authors should do that because that was accidental. That was intentional cannibalism. Like that that should be a trigger warning for people. I mean, fine. Yes, it grows back. I get that. But it was still You know, just- for me, it wasn't the I'm biting off the hand. It was Baxian literally throwing it up back out. That was the part that I was like <laughs> – I could do without this part. <laughs> Did not care that he was eating the hand. I it was the like, fact that he was throwing up the pieces of like the hand. Caitlin just forgot about that. Now that you reminded her, her face. <laughs> she did. Her face I was forgot like, about oh, it. yeah. Well, yeah, this probably wasn't... it's like your own brain is coming. You know, sometimes you're brushing your teeth, you get too much toothpaste in your mouth. You're like, well, you're gagging already. But like, this is your friend's blood and like bits of his his ligaments in your mouth. You know what I mean? It's going like, to be hard had... not to gag on that. I had, you guys know, I had terrible morning sickness for both pregnancies and most of like, not even just like the first trimester, but beyond. So anything that has to do with like vomiting is a trigger for me. So the fact that vaccine was just, I might actually just throw up right now. (laughs) Okay. We're going to stop that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Next topic. (laughs) I want to talk about their escape and then you want to talk about how they, this is engineered because it brings me to Lydia, but their entire escape scene which I already said, is engineered by Lydia masterfully, I would say. But I was so nervous the entire time speed reading through because I'm like, they're going to get caught. They're going to get caught. They're going to get caught. And no one's going to make it out. Like one person's going to make it out. Not all of them. Not all of them can survive this. And I thought for sure she was I done. Okay. I – because it literally said and Lydia died. Yeah. I – texted Caitlin mm-hmm. since she was ahead and I was like she's dead she's dead seven crying emojis I thought for sure when she read that line I said I be- I like I hope this is not true but I can see it being a full circle moment like yeah she did all of this wrong and this was her sacrifice Back to the cause, back to the person she's in love with. Like this was her end, like her poetic end. Mm-hmm. Agreed, a hundred percent. And that's why I was like, okay. And then I was mad at Rude for being such an idiot. I told you guys that he was being a prissy little bitch. I know, he really was know. the entire. Time. He was in his ego. Like, how can I- he not separate her from her actions, bro? What about Hunt? He's your brother-in-law. <laughs> Also, he's from a not military, but like a police background in his his pack that he was not his pack, but you know what I mean. Like I completely forgot uh, about that. The ox, the auxiliary. Thank you. And so, like, if anyone should understand what a double agent goes through, you would think it would be him. He'd be like, "Oh, I get it. She has to compartmentalize her feelings with me, her work for Ophian, and her her role as this crazy mastermind torturer." Like she. That's just the role she has to play here. 
Not like, you're an asshole. How could you do this to me? What do you mean? She didn't even tell you her real name. How how did you not think this? How did you think this was going to end? Mm. I'm glad he came to his senses eventually. <laughs> but not really. I, I, I'm at the point where he's not fully back to his senses. He cares for her, but he's still mad that he cares for her. Well, no. I think – never mind, JK. Now we've shifted a bit. I'm only at 45%. Annoyed. Yeah, that's why I stopped talking. What is annoying me now – so first we had Rune being all, uh, my lover is my torturer, angsty about this. Now he is of the, my lover has kids, and he's all being weird about it. Because like one of their first conversations, and this may be a little bit ahead of you, Bridge, but it's like you're right there, is he's like, he's just like, what? what's the story here? And I want to be like, what's the story? This is the first words you want to say to me? What's the story with me and my children? You want to be like, how are you, Lydia? Are you okay? It must have been so hard for you to see me tortured day in and day out. Thank you for playing this mastermind escape. Uh, well, well, he did – okay. He did stay by her side. He's the one that insisted when she wasn't going to go with them that Therian tried to go save her. And Correct. when she came on the ship and like pieces with her brain out and all this shit, he stayed by her side. Again, facts. However – She does not know any of that. She wakes up and then she realizes where she is because I'm assuming she could send her kids. And of course, I haven't read this part yet. But if he's asking that, I think there's a more tactful way for you to say, wow, you have kids here. That must have been so hard. Tell me about it. Versus like, so what's the story here? (laughs) Honestly, at this point, well, I want the story too, so I don't care. Me too, I I I want the story too, but I just felt like, wow, we're just just jumping into this. Can I make predictions about what the story is? I think her having kids is the reason why she turned to the rebellion. I think Mm -hmm. so too. Mm -hmm. But I want to know who the baby daddy is. I I don't want it to be Pollux. Really don't want it to be Pollux. Well, that's one of the things Rune says. Like, he's wondering, is it Pollux? It can't be. But then also, but she doesn't have wings, like so. It's possible that they wouldn't have wings. But also, let's think timeline here. Like the twins are like nine. I thought they were like fifteen. You're right. They're like fifteen. They're in grade nine. That's what it's grade nine. They're fifteen, and so like Um, I mean, fate. I don't know what their ages actually are, but it had to. She had. I mean, it had to have been before she met Pollock. She can't hide a whole ass twin pregnancy. From this man who is insanely possessive of her. I thought she's been with them for years and years, years and years and years. I don't think it, they've made it clear. She's worked for Theosteri for a very long time. But it's like nine years. She, that could be a very long time. She and Pollux have been I just together. assumed she was like 100 years old. She is, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Clearly, it's like they I look hope- 38, but like, are you... I hope I hope they get the answer. I think they look like they're 21. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They look like they're like 28. Yeah, I was going to say 28, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So, Lydia, so, I am intrigued by her story. There's so much more to unravel there, and I really want to know. She's my favorite character right now. Yes. Uh, she's giving me man vibes. Like, her oh, redemption yeah. is happening. She's such a badass bitch, and I love her. The way that she engineered that entire thing to go down, and like, I mean, she's like, we have one minute and 30 seconds. We have one minute to do this. It was just very uh, dramatic 
in their escape. And what the, I just want to talk about their escape one more time because as they're going through this and she's very mission focused, she's like, Baxian, on the guns. We're driving here. We're doing this. And Rune is just like weeping. Every time you talk to him, he's like, he's crying more now. Now his he's tears like, are my, flowing. My arm hurts. I know. I mean, see, I was I mean, just I like, he's it. just so touched that like, it's happening. Like I'm leaving. I'm. It's leaving, and I was just very. I, think, I don't even know if he was like fully crying yet, but he was just like shut down. And then when think, he saw his friend Flynn or Deck, I don't remember yeah. which one came up first. He was like, "Oh my god, I love you." And then like later, it's like, and the tears were flowing freely now at this point yeah. as they continued on their well journey. I think to some extent, because Baxian and Hunt got the first light shots. They were in a slightly better place. Oh, true, true, true. He was definitely like he could barely stand. I felt yeah. Really I feel bad. like that's why part he was partially probably shut down. Like he was sh- like physically going through shock from all the pain. I think is that in Deadpool when like he's his hands get cut off or something like that, and he's got to like regrow his hands. He's got like these tiny little baby hands. Yeah, and then it became like the joke <laughs> with that person. Yes, I, that's what I was just kept picturing. He'd have like his one tiny little baby hand. <laughs> Going back ever so slowly. Okay, so did, is there any last thoughts on this? No, um, I think. Or I is just want to touch. Is on, your girl crush Lydia? Yeah, yeah. Okay, she is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when Bryce shows back up in the Val, is it Valbara? Valbara, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So when she shows back up, she lands in her father's villa Mm -hmm. did you guys suspect that she was playing him the entire time or was it a shock for you no i didn't suspect it at all i thought she just wound it up there wound it up i thought she just wound up there like just you know roll the dice yeah i didn't think she was playing him i'm sure i'm sure if you go back if i go back and reread it the clues will be there I felt like I didn't read any clues. I was just like, what are the odds? Here we are again. But I felt like it was so weird that she was so calm about being stuck in the villa while her mate was being tortured. That was the only thing that gave it off for me. I was like, this feels odd. But who knows? She's a wild card these days. She's a wild card. I don't know what she's thinking. I will say we're at 50% and still haven't gotten sexy time from anybody. Nope. It better be good. I thought it, it was coming be because good. she was giving him the eyes. He was giving her the feels. Yeah. And she's like, can we just cuddle? I was like, ugh. No, I can't I get it. I get sorry it. Sorry to spoil that for oh, you, Oh, sorry. I didn't, I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't get there yet. Oh, she just got there. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, she just got there. Okay, well, to Bridget's uh, – Hilda's point. At this point, there's no, there's no sexies. Yeah, kind of sucks. I mean, I'm only 2% ahead of you more, but yes. Yeah. So how do – any predictions on how you want to see this wrap up? I almost don't want to like put it out there lest I be disappointed in what I want this to be. Only because I'm not – I don't know that I'm feeling it yet. I, I mean, I'm, am I tearing apart this book? Absolutely. But – You know, by the time we finish, we'll probably have like an entirely new different feeling uh, about 100%. This and I'll yeah. be listening to this being like, oh, Caitlin, you sweet, sweet dummy. The thing is, if she's coming out with another book to finish off the series, I don't know how it will, would end because then that tells us that the end of the story won't happen at the end of this book. I don't necessarily think that that's true. I think that she had said, I think originally, that Crescent City was going to be three books or something. 
And then the fourth, I think the fourth is going to wrap up Ethan and Darian's story. But I think their stuff is outside of the Asteri. But I don't know if the Asteri will be done. Yeah, maybe it'll be like um, a, a Silver Flames where mm-hmm. Highburn is dead. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> the King of Highburn is dead. And Nessa is on her side journey when we realize there's a side baddie out there. So maybe House of Many Waters is the the next one with the side baddie and a side story. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We shall see. So all this to say, we would love, 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 love to hear where you guys are at this point, at 50%. Don't come to us yet if you finished it yet. But at 50%, what are your thoughts? Do you also – are you also super annoyed at Bryce? Do you want to shake Ethan and Therion? Are you – Loving Lydia as much as we are. Are you annoyed at Lydia? Like, I want to know what you guys are thinking too. Because we tried to not, again, like I said at the top, we tried to not say too much in our notes that we share. But for us to have the same pretty much thoughts means there's got to be more of us out there. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Loving it, not loving it, tearing it apart. Meh. Let us know. You can find us at booktalkmamey underscore pod on Instagram and TikTok. Instagram is probably the best way to get to us right now if you slide into our DMs. Sister Hilda here is a wonderful person. She'll I don't sleep. <laughs> she is on, on those. No sooner do I get a notification that Hilda's already responded right away. So most of the time you're going to get Hilda. Occasionally Bridget and I slide in there first and we're like, hey, we made it first. We did. I saw one the other day. I say the other day. It was actually last night and I was reading the book. And From nausea. Yeah. And all I saw was this bitch. And I was like, clicking on the notification, sliding on into the DMs because I am so nosy and I wanted to know who this bitch was. Who was it? And bitch? I was like, okay, I'm going to slide back out of this it was. DMs before I spoiled it for myself. And then as I was reading, I was like, it has to be her. It has to be her. This has to be the bitch she was talking about. Oh, man. All right. We'd love to hear from you guys. So please head over to booktalkmamey underscore pod and leave us a message. Okay. So we are quickly going to get into some shout outs and to some Spotify questions. First one, our question of the week, in case you missed it, is we won't tell. Did you take a sick day? <laughs> cough, cough. Or plan a few vacation days to read Hosaf right away? couple of responses from this one. Paige said, I took the day off, took the day off of work and finished it in one day? What? Paige. Did you sleep? Did you breathe? Did you do anything that was human? Paige. Wow. One day. Do you remember any of it? These are the questions I have. Did you restart it already? I, I mean, I feel like I, you would need to do a redo to be like, what did I actually comprehend? I don't know. Maybe she's got a photographic memory, our Paige. Tiff says, I took one day PTO and got 40% complete. Thankfully, my director fully supports self-care days. I love your director, nice. Tiff. That's a good director. That's a good director. Um, And you're 40%, so you can chime on in these conversations, you and Paige, since you break Paige finished, so she's got a whole different POV on this. But Tiff, you're right there with us, girl. Natalie, she booked the day off so she can read the book with no interruptions. So smart. So, so smart. And Jay Michalito. Jamie Colito? Jamie Colito said, I did not. Now I'm wishing I did, but I'm prepared to just not sleep until this book is done. So Team no sleep. Team no sleep. You're on Team Hilda because I am Team Sleep. But dying to know where you guys – where are you right now? I 
was on a work trip and I had a huge work event, but I came home that night and I was like, the book has been downloaded. <laughs> like I can sit and read because there's no husband, no children. No one's asking me for snacks. So I got like way far ahead, which is how I'm smoking these two guys. <laughs> I expect to fall behind any minute now, but I support the day off to read these books. I do too. I'm entirely jealous. Um, these are all CC related also. Spoiler alert. What do you need to happen in House of Flame and Shadow was the question that was answered. Uh, question that was asked. Paige said, I would love for Aelin and Rowan to come up, but I kind of need Bryce to tell the inner circle what a phone is or explain what a C-section is. Paige. She did kind of explain what a phone is. She did. She, I mean, sort of. She's like, I don't know how it works. It just works. And they're like, but how does it work? She's like, I don't know how it works. Bryce. Oh, C-section. Oh, I feel like too soon. I don't know. <laughs> too soon. Same question. Spoiler alert. What do you need to happen in House of Flame and Shadow? Claudia said, more Fitzroy the Otter. Ah, sorry. More Fitzroy the Otter. I would love it if the otters could play some sort of role in taking down the Siri. No one would suspect the cute, lovable messenger otters in any sort of foul play. I really Do you this. know how I can picture them so perfectly in my head? And I want one to come to my door so badly. They're so cute. I feel like they'll have like a little like whisker mustache. Like do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, but they have like – I think she described them as having like a little – Utility vest. vest. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like their little paws are right here. And like, hold on. This is for you. Um, you know, I love that. I love that. And more also answered the same question. What do you need to happen in House of Flame and Shadow? She said, I need to know how the books, Books of Breathing, I'm sorry, Book of Breathing, The Great War, etc. got into Jessica's, Jessica's library. Like how? That's Book true. I don't think we have that answer yet. Because they're we existing just know- in two different worlds. Yeah. And Jessica's just a collector of books and knowledge. So did she go to other worlds and get these? Or is there like is multiple there copies? Right. That's a great question, Amor. Great question. Hopefully we get the answer. Yeah. Oh, this person chose violence. Michelle, she said, what What do you need to happen in House of Flame and Shadow? You know, this, you know what the answer is? Hunt dies. Wow. I thought this was harsh. Michelle, Hunt dies. I need you to explain. And I, I support you and this is what you need to happen, but I need I need this explained. Why do you we feel accept this you? I don't know if support you, but we accept you. I accept you. Yes, I accept all all thoughts, all thoughts and feelings. What's what's going on? Let's talk about it. I need you to slide into our DMs, booktalkbeatme underscore pod, so that we get more. I need like three more sentences because Hunt dies. There's not even a period at the end of that. Just like Hunt dies. I feel like it just we need to. Why? I feel like we need him to die just to add some drama flair into it. Right. Like Hunt dies to add some drama. Hunt dies because he needs to. Hunt dies saving the world. Out of all the people that could die. Hunt dies because he's not actually Bryce's mate and he's just one of the many loves before she finds a true one. I don't know. That's already – that's a crack theory. (sighs) And I am a crackhead. (laughs) Natalie answered the same question. She said, I really want to see Dorian and, and Man- Manon from Throne of Glass turn up. Like, oh, yeah. God, I would love Manon. Like, Bryce could ruin that relationship too. See, again, it's like all <laughs> it's our different friend groups are not vibing. Oh, Hilda. <laughs> so, so 
those are all of our questions from this week. You can head on over to Spotify, answer the questions of the week from this week and any other weeks, and we will answer them. No matter when you answer, no matter uh, what episode we're on, we'll always go back and try to answer them. So as you guys are reading these, would love to hear what you think needs to happen in this book. I support the otter theory. I I really I need more context. I need for more the context hunt. on dying. I'm not down. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not down with this. I love a sacrificial, a weepy death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I guess he'd be a sacrificial bird at this point. But would love to hear from you guys on your thoughts and feelings as well. And we're going to continue reading. And I'm sure we will be back to amend some previously some previous statements and feelings that we had halfway through this book. Um, but we will catch you next time uh, for our live reactions after finishing this book. So good night and happy reading, friends. Bye. Bye.